Welcome to the World Resources Podcast. I'm Lawrence McDonald. I could not be more thrilled than to have two very special guests in the studio with me today. Zoleka Mandela, you are the Global Ambassador for the Child Health Initiative, and you spent the day in a workshop here at WRI about road safety. Welcome to yes. Washington, D.C., to WRI, and Thank to the podcast. You. Thank you so much. It's such an honor to be here. It's so great to have you. And uh, we have uh, Claudia Adrasola style She's the Deputy Director for Urban Model Mobility and the Director of the Health and Road Safety Initiative in WI Ross Center for Sustainable Cities. And Claudia, it's your second time on the show. That's correct. Delighted to be here. Thank you, Lawrence. I feel very privileged because you organized a incredible workshop today. Thank More you. than 100 participants, people from all over the world. Mm -hmm. And now they're all having a reception and you and Zuleka have come to talk with me instead of being at reception. <laughs> you should be celebrating instead of here doing more work talking to me. So I'm very grateful. Thank you. Tell, for those who are not familiar with the road safety challenge, Claudia, give us a sense of the magnitude of the problem globally. Thank you, Lawrence. 1.3 million people dying every year and another 50 million getting injured every year, uh, you, are, you are listening correctly, is every year that we have this tragedy. Uh, to add to that, uh, people ages nine to 29, this is the first cause of that. Uh, so can you imagine the amount of sadness and lose, loss that we have around the world? That is um, so shocking. It is. You it told is. me these numbers before, and I feel like I should remember them, but it is just really so shocking. It is absolutely shocking, and that's why we need to act. And before I turn to Zuleka and your story, um, tell me a bit about Vision Zero and the fundamental shift that you're looking to achieve and how people think about road safety. Well, precisely what we want is for this number, for these 1.3 million people dying, to become zero. And it's a vision, it's an aspiration that we all want to, to have. So that's the first part is uh, really aspiring to not have anybody dying or getting seriously injured in a road. The second piece of that is to make road transportation more human. We humans make mistakes. We are absolutely vulnerable to kinetic energy. That means to get hit by a vehicle at a certain speed. Imagine that only at 30 kilometers per hour, that is about 17 miles per hour, 20% of people hit at that speed will die. Uh, so we are very vulnerable. And what we need is to start building systems that take into account that people are fallible and that people are vulnerable. Uh, we do have enough data. Imagine every year we produce 1.3 million cases. So we know where these crashes happen. We know how they happen. We need to work on the solutions. So when I was growing up, when they talk about road safety, it's about the behavior of the children when they're walking, the behavior of the drivers, it's about wearing a helmet when you're on a bicycle. All of those are good things to do. But the key insight in this is that we need systems that allow for human mistakes. I think Absolutely. it's such a powerful idea. 
And maybe that's a time to turn to you, um, Zoleka. You are, of course, very well known all around the world, uh, especially in Africa. Um, it's not a coincidence, of course, that you bear the august name Mandela, right. <laughs> the granddaughter of um, Nelson Mandela. Yes. Um, it's the first time we've met. Yes. But I understand one of the reasons that you've agreed to be an ambassador for this work is that you have personal experience. Mm. And some of that's mm. rather painful. Are yeah. you able to talk to us about that? Yes, I am. Um, my daughter was killed by a drunk driver um, on a Johannesburg road back in 2010. Um, and so very quickly after um, her passing, um, I started campaigning for road safety. Um, and I think it was very important for me to be able to, you know, bring hope to the many other families because um, the reality is that there were millions more families, you know, who were also suffering, um, like my family suffered. Um, and just to bring, um, you know, attention to the fact that, you know, these deaths are preventable um, and that there is something that we can actually do to safeguard the lives of our children. So it's just been, um, I guess, um, such a great opportunity to be able to use um, a very painful, um, you know, part and experience of my life um, into a positive one that I feel will, you know, go a long way in ensuring that our children, you know, are safe on our roads. In your role as a child safety ambassador, you travel all around the world. What have you learned from conversations with people mm. in your travels? Mm. Um, so as, as an ambassador for the Child Health Initiative, um, I, it's been, it's been, you know, again such a, an amazing platform to be able to advocate for the rights and the needs of, of children um, so what we do is we look at um, you know the impact of um, air pollution as well as road traffic injury and safe roads um, on our children um, just recently I was actually um, in Accra Ghana um, where I was able to um, you know work with the likes of a mint NGO um, and what they do is, is is they aim to create you know um, safer um, roads for children and vulnerable road users um, in sub-Saharan Africa and it's just been an amazing experience to see that you know not only you know are we able to put life-saving measures in place because they've shown us that we can actually do that but how affordable and how easy it has been and so that again is just I think you know it gives us all a sense of hope and it's just a reminder to our world leaders that you know there is something that can be can be done, um, and so our leaders really need to, you know, take action and make commitment and actually ensure that our children are safe. You use the word affordable. I'm going to ask you, and then I'm sure. going to ask you, Claudia. I think sometimes I would imagine you're going to uh, change systems so that they are impervious to human error. Mm -hmm. This is going to be very expensive. You're going to need a lot of cement. You're going to need a lot of design work. You're going to have to rebuild the roads. Can you give me an example of something that is can be done that is cheap? Yes, absolutely. So, so you know, again, I'll just go back to the work that um, you know, Amend NGO is work is, is 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 implementing and has implemented in the past. So recently, on my on my travel to Accra, Ghana, um, you know, I I was able to actually absorb the um, practical techniques that they've implemented to ensure that our children have safe roads. Um, and for instance, with their measures, their measures cost about uh, twenty thousand to about thirty thousand per school. Um, and the most amazing thing um, is, is this that twenty thousand to thirty thousand Ghanaian dollars. I'm just saying, or U.S. dollars. <laughs> U.S. dollars. U.S. dollars. U.S. dollars. Okay. Yes, per 
school. And um, I think it, it, you know, it, it again gave me such a sense of hope to know that, you know, even in those early stages of their work, that they were able to, you know, reduce the levels of injury down to about 50%. Um, and so they've done this with identifying high-risk um, areas around the schools. They've uh, been able to give children safe sidewalks and safe, um, you know, crossings for them to be able to access an education and do, you know, and, and, and be given the opportunity to, to, you know, to be school-going children that have an education that, you know, can become adults and become responsible citizens that are able to get back to their communities. When you see kids walking to school anywhere in the world, it's always very touching because they're Absolutely. often laughing, they're happy. You want them to be safe. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's just a fundamental right that they're um, robbed of. Um, and, and that's sad because, um, you know, we live in a world where just because our children live in developing countries, they have to suffer, um, you know, and, and that's just not fair. Claudia, you put this question of cost in perspective. Of course, doing nothing costs a lot, too. Can you talk about the costs of the failure to act? Absolutely. Um, I'm going to give you an example. When a person has been um, in a traffic crash and gets seriously injured, it will take in average two years to come back to work. So it will be a heavy burden for the family. And when he comes back to work, his or her salary will be only 60%. So imagine the loss for that family that in most of the cases is a low income or a middle income uh, family that will have to survive with 40% less to what the bread maker was um, bringing. So it is really something that affects everyone in the society. It's, it's the family that unfortunately is gonna probably go down into poverty if it was a middle-class family, but also is the whole society. If you look at our countries, what are we fighting for to have economic growth? And what you are seeing coming in traffic safety massively is a big loss of your best people. What I'm saying is the more economically active people nine to 29 years old, this is the first cause of that. Uh, so we do have something to do there, very important. Another piece of the equation is, as, a human, as human beings, we need to learn. And we know already that designing in certain way roads doesn't make sense. So to begin with, we have to make those investments correctly we should not be making the, ma the same mistakes over and over again. Do you have data on the aggregate economic costs of road deaths? You gave a powerful example of what it means for one family, but if you add in these costs together, can you give us a sense of that? In any given country where the problem is major, so we are talking about Africa, Asia, Latin America, it is about 3 to 4% of the GDP of the country. That's substantial, it very is substantial. absolutely substantial. In addition to these costs of suffering. Yeah. People have been working on this for a while. Mm -hmm. um, we've seen some uh, progress. One of your colleagues there from Colombia said that in Bogota they had reduced road deaths significantly for three years. They still number in the hundreds mm -hmm. every year despite the progress they've been making. There's some kind of a new initiative within Latin America 
that's about to launch this week. Tell me oh, about that. Yes, absolutely. And Soleika is, uh, we're honored to have her. So the initiative is the Vision Zero Challenge for Latin America. Uh, we are starting with Latin America, but our aim is to go beyond and go to Africa and to Asia uh, in the following years. But basically what we are saying is this is about leadership. As you said when you were growing up, Lawrence, it was a lot about you as a child have to learn how to do this, how to cross the street, how to be careful, or you as a driver. But what we are saying is we also need to build systems. And uh, in order to build systems, you need to have leadership. You need to have the people that have the possibility to decide on a budget where that budget is going to go or how are you going to prioritize uh, your pedestrians, your cyclists, your children. Uh, so we need leadership, and that's why we are calling 25 cities in Latin America. We are calling 25 mayors to say, yes, we want to embrace this challenge, and we want to do something concrete. Um, bear in mind that this year, Sweden is hosting the third ministerial conference in road safety. And we don't want just a great gathering. We want action. Leke, have you spent time in Latin America? Uh, no. Will you be doing that as part of your work um, in Yes, I mean, I, I look forward to, um, you know, uh, Sweden. I think it's such a, uh, again, such a remarkable opportunity to um, have, you know, an ear from, from the powers that be, to have the right people, the people who can actually make the changes who are in power, um, you know, listen to a voice of a mother to say, you know, we no longer you know, um, are going to wait for you to pay lip service. We need you to actually make a commitment and take action and actually save our children's lives. Um, there's there's no reason why in this day and age that our children need to, you know, have have to take their lives into their um, own hands as they travel to school just to access an education and have to, you know, um, suffer the consequences of air pollution and, you know, so on and so forth. We're almost out of time. <laughs> I want to give you each an opportunity for a final word. Claudia, why don't you go first? Thank you very much. What do you want to leave our listeners with? I think I want to leave them with a lot of hope that, you know, 15 years ago, this was not a topic in the agenda of decision makers. Uh, we had today representatives from the World Bank, the Inter-American Development Bank, the Transport Ministry of Norway and Ethiopia. Um, and they are all really talking about how important it is to protect people, not only because it's a moral imperative, but also because if we want to make our cities sustainable, we need to keep people walking and biking and taking mass transportation. Um, so there is a lot at stake here. We need to work. Zuleka, what's your parting thought for our listeners? Um, so as, as a mother, um, my plea would be, um, you know, for us to come together and campaign um, to ensure that the voices of our children are heard, um, for our leaders to prioritize the needs of our children, to prioritize, um, you know, the very issues that are robbing our children's lives. We know that road traffic injury is um, the biggest um, killer of our children, the leading killer of our children. 
and it's important for us to um, for our leaders to also acknowledge the fact that you know there are other issues that our adolescents and young people are faced with um, and and that is the issues of um, sexual reproductive health issues of mental health um, which are all connected um, and um, and that you know they need to make sure that our young people are you know placed at the forefront of this of this agenda because you know after all our children are the change um, and our future well, it's very inspiring to speak with both of you. It's a great pleasure to meet you, Zuleka, and welcome you to um, WRI. Thank you so much. This has been the World Resources Institute podcast. I'm Lawrence McDonald. I've been speaking today with Zuleka Mandela. She is the ambassador for child health, and Claudia Adriasola Style. She is the deputy director for urban mobility and the director for health and road safety at WRI Ross Center for Sustainable Cities. Thank you both very much for joining me. To my listeners, until next time, you can find our podcasts on Stitcher, iTunes, and wherever else fine podcasts are given away. Thank you for listening.